Do it, Jared. <laughs> oh, oh, what a ASMR. Visceral. Chug, Jared, chug. God have mercy on your fucking bells. Oh, oh I put the good. hole in the wrong spot. No. <laughs> but why is it spicy? Why is it spicy? Do Jesus. it. Go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. God. It just all came out. This would hurt so bad. <laughs> no, eat a banana. <laughs> The floor God. is covered in Sprite. Oh, this is the Spark and Plug Talks episode um, three of season two. Of season two. And Jared just fucking butt choked a Sprite. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the episode. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the show. And we are with CB yeah. in the flesh. Chloe Beth, thank you for coming out. And another yes. round of applause. Yay. Yay. Jared's dying. Jared doesn't always butt chug, but when he does, it's CB's out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Diving a funnel in sight. The things you do for views. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, um, you've been playing for like 11. not 11? Yeah. 11 years, but like playing outside. That's crazy, like, man. Nine I years. Can. Yeah. I left the house first nine years ago. Wow. Yeah. That is super dope. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. That is fucking cool, man. I, I was like, I don't even remember what I was doing a year ago, much less nine or 10 mm-hmm. or 11 or anything. I remember picking up a guitar at like, 13 or 14 or something mm-hmm. and I was like <laughs> I was like yeah I'll just have my dad teach me or you know my grandpa teach me or something mm-hmm. and they they were like I'm a terrible teacher and so then YouTube was my best friend and oh, Marty thank Schwartz. you Marty Schwartz and uh, that was uh, <laughs> that was as far as I ever got and then I was like I guess I just sometime between now and I don't know the next 10 years I'll be famous right yeah <laughs> that's how that works I think that's, uh, that's what I felt yeah. like you know but the uh, what are some of the when, when what what are some of the like because you've been playing for I mean that's a significant amount that's, of time yeah. to just kind of be playing it and is. doing your own thing <laughs> yeah and they uh God that makes me feel so old mm. <laughs> what uh what what's some of your favorite venues to play at um because hmm. I'm curious because I want to want to hear what your perspective is I really love um. I love playing JJ's Alley, which is an OKC. Oh, sick. Um, it's like a little dive bar, but the crowd is always like listening. I mean, there are always people, you know, talking to, but people come for the music, which I really like. And it's so small that it feels really intimate and doesn't ever feel like too much pressure. Yeah. Um, where else do I like? JJ Alley is, that shit's dope. And it took me like, Man, I drove by it like five times before I realized that it was that was that. You mm-hmm. know, I was it's like, like oh this, shit, there it is. It's you so know? tiny. A little tiny building. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think where else I like. I love the Mercury Lounge. I played there just this past weekend. That place is awesome. Um and I think I really like the speakeasy too. Just in general, like the fifty hour speakeasy, which is an OKC. Um is just awesome in general as a bar. Cause you have like the downstairs, which is where they play music. And then there's like a huge outdoor area. And then there's an upstairs, which is like has pool and shuffleboard and all kinds oh, that's of things. Sick. And there's like another space that's for dancing. Like there's another bar with like a dance place. That's good thought. That's good forethought that they put into everything. Yeah. There's so much going on, but it's great. Cause like it leaves space for people to listen and then also for people to do other stuff if they Hell want yeah, to. Fuck yeah. Yeah. 
I you not gonna include Pig Fest in your? Um, I hated it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's not a venue. <laughs> the truth yeah, that's out. true. <laughs> you should build a little shack, and then I'll be like, a shack, and then we yeah. need like some some really shitty permanent structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Between the three of us, I'm sure we could make a shitty. You could make a shack. Yeah, definitely. You guys seem like shack makers for sure. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Put that on your resume. (laughs) Shack shack makers. (laughs) Jerry's definitely rocked a couple shacks. Shack shakers. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Shake some shacks before. Okay. I don't, know, yeah. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But. Brother, you got one sticky ass. And you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're shaking some shacks. <laughs> you're all right, that's over there, the jig is <laughs> up. You finally got me. <laughs> sticky ass. <laughs> don't call me the wet sticky bandit for nothing. Mm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Chloe, what's your favorite movie? Oh my goodness. Um, I think this is really cliche, but I love Pulp Fiction. I think. Yeah, that's not cliche. Nah, that's at all. not cliche. Yeah, that's at all. fucking yeah. awesome. Really, yeah. I, it would have been cliche if you said the Notebook. Yes, and then it would have oh. been like next subject. Yeah, but yeah. Pulp Fiction. I love yeah. Pulp Fiction. Really? Yeah. I definitely. What's your favorite scene in Pulp Fiction? Um, Don't do the pawn shop scene. <laughs> it's so it's so dumb. <laughs> it's the scene. Bring out the gimp. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You no, didn't no. say that. He just. Um, well, I know. It was like, don't get on me. Tapping his head. I'm really like that. Oh God. I mean, it took so painfully long for him to find a weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hurry, man. Yes, we're all just like white yeah. knuckling definitely it. definitely Tasty Burger. What well, the? Oh, yeah. Tasty yeah. yeah. mm, That is a Tasty Burger. So what do you got in here? Is it Sprite? Oh. That makes me thirsty for Sprite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, man. Not Jared. <laughs> we got a, got a whole flat of them up there. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite scene? Oh, it's so dumb. It's the, um, it's the scene. I can't remember what their names are, but, uh, the French girl, she's laying in bed and she says, can we make spoons? Oh, with Butch? Yes. Butch and uh, yeah. his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that part. I just love their little, inner, it's like the most sweet part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. like trying to get on the bike and she's like asking me all these questions. Yeah. And, and she just cries. Bad. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, same. Like she just like bursts into tears. Yeah. He's yeah. like, we need to fucking go. And she's like crying. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh shit. It's so cute. Yeah, the pulp, I love Quentin Tarantino's movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all just really fucking good. I don't have, yeah, a, I don't have a, I don't have one I hate. I Mm-mm. like them all. No, yeah. they're all amazing. Honestly, the Kill Bill series, like those, mm-hmm. those are so good. Oh, Kill Bill yeah. series are fucking perfection, dude. I, yeah. I, I do like shit. Jackie Brown, but it definitely Jackie Brown's sits awesome, dude. It, I love Robert. For me, I don't know. It sits a solid tier. That's below why the people ones. consider Jackie Brown like top three. Yeah, I love Jackie Brown, which wasn't for me. I like Robert De Niro in it. That's probably my favorite. Yeah, Robert De Niro's great. He definitely uh, elevates the entire Godfather. Have you seen any of the franchise? Grindhouse series that he did with uh, uh, Rodriguez? What's his name? Not is it Alex Rodriguez? Not Alex Rodriguez. A Rod? Yeah, it's not uh, <laughs> fucking the, the Rod. Guy. Yeah, definitely not him. Uh, but it was him and Eli Roth and Quentin Tarantino. Those guys kind of run together. And uh, the Grindhouse series was like these two movies, and they were shot in like forty millimeter film, okay. and it was like to basically to try to recreate that old like drive-in movie theater experience mm-hmm. like the grain shit on they had like the fake movie trailers in between each films the first yeah. film was planet terror and that movie was awesome it's about like zombies and shit and the second film was a uh, uh death proof it had kurt yeah. russell death and that was my death proof. that's so one of my good. favorite quentin tarantino-esque movies okay and it's because this one scene where kurt russell <laughs> eats the these nachos when he eats these nachos in this bar and it's just so vigorously eating nachos and like they zoom in on them eating it and it just makes me so fucking hungry every time I see it. And it is such, and basically Kurt Russell plays a retired hitman that 
is a serial killer. Oh, and he okay. kills just females with his car. And like he yeah. puts, he'll, he'll get him in his car and he has like the roll cage in there and shit, but the, there's no seat in the passenger seat. And he'll just drive. And he, like one scene he's driving, he's just driving crazy as shit uh-huh. and just beating the shit out of her. And she dies like that. Oh. And at one point, like he hunts down this group of girls and this girl had her, has her leg hanging out the car window. Oh, dude, that's and like he the hits best her part. straight on, leg flies off. Oh my God. And Quentin Tarantino fashion, all gr- grotesque and shit. But oh, yeah. then the end of it, this group of women are like, fuck this dude. We're going to fucking kill him. And they turn on him and then they start chasing him and shit. And it's a really great fucking movie. I'll have it's to watch movie. it. Yeah, yeah but the nacho scene is fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so good. The nacho scene. Okay. I always have to eat nachos when I watch it. Okay. It's so good. It makes you hungry for bar nachos. Yeah. It's greasy ass fucking bar nachos. I love that. It's something about bar food, man. Yeah. Yeah, just make sure you got some fucking Tums on the side okay. for you. Because Thank you. You're greasy. prepping me yeah. for it. No, you got to be prepped for it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Fantastic advice. Yeah. You're welcome. No, that was free. Thank you. <laughs> Next one's on the house. Next one. Well, it's not on the house. Next one's got paid for. Like, wow, that, okay. that, that other one's free what too. A generous guy. <laughs> it's all free. Yeah, it's all free. What a generous yeah. dude. Allegedly. Thank you. Fantastic. What do you plan on, uh, Chloe? What do you plan on doing once you get back to Nashville? More uh, acclimating. Yeah, I think I'm just yeah. gonna chill out. I um. You deserve it, dude. Ten, eleven years playing out, mm-hmm. dude. Some time to just chill the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> It's been really nice because I feel like I've had so much. Um, I've just been like, okay, go, 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 go for for ten yeah. years, and uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna take the next year to just kind of calm down for a little while, and then yeah. my plan is yeah. next year to really like buckle down and <laughs> go for it in yeah. Nashville. Yeah. But yeah. you, um, when did you know that you wanted to like pursue music? I kind of always have known. Um, I think. I really made the decision whenever I turned 18 and kind of had, uh, my parents were like, you're going to go to college. Like neither one of them went to college. And so it was really important for me to be the first person Mm -hmm. to go. Um, and when I was deciding what to do, I did not want to do anything but music. And so I went to school for music. Um, and at that point I was like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm paying all this money and I'm doing this whole thing. And like, I really don't. Yeah. And then now at this point, I'm kind of like, I don't, I can't do anything else. Like, you know, it just doesn't feel right to do anything else. Um, so, yeah. It's hard, man. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, I know me and Aaron and I think Jared, we've all kind of fought with like the weekend warrior kind of hobby deal oh, yeah. or, you know, oh, if we should sure. do that or, and yeah. I think we're still kind of tossing it because we play shows pretty consistently with mm-hmm other dudes and um just do a ton of other stuff so we've got the student why are you look <laughs> i just i just do it Brad. <laughs> anyways we we do a bunch of other shit but it's kind of like man it does kind of feel like the time's slipping away from you where you can't just make that easy decision to well not easy but the decision to suddenly be like I'm gonna, I'm gonna dive into the music thing full time, you sure. know, kind of deal because yeah. you just got so many other obligations, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. What I've told him before, I think it's like if you get set up to play music when you're younger and you start playing when you're younger, mm-hmm. it is way easier to find a feasible route to actually do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. as opposed to like picking it up when you're 30 or something. You yeah. Know? Then it just seems absolutely impossible. God. Yeah. Close, bro. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, kind of Eric did kind of the, kind of that. And he's, I mean, he, you know, 
yeah. doing all right. He plays when he wants to, but he's definitely has the, I think it's a lot more in the hobby territory yes, than it yes, is for like sure. full-time thing yeah. for him. I will say, like, I wish, you know, growing up, obviously, you, Aaron, and myself played together all the time, but I really wish I would have taken things more seriously back then. Mm. But And I think it's like a, I don't even know if, like, more seriously, I wish we just looked at it and said, like, you know, let's go do, like, let's go actually play a show or something like that instead of just mm-hmm. doing little dick around things, you yeah. know, playing. Jamming and, in the studio for five hours. Yeah, or some shit. Like, if we just done that, like, one or two times, the experience we would have gotten and had, like, a knowledge of, oh, it's this easy to book a show or whatever. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah. there's, there's, like, that barrier there that we didn't even, like, overcome that until we were, like, 19 or 20 where it was, like, you can just call someone and say, can I yeah. play Thursday, this Thursday, you know, whatever, and do what do I need to bring? And they're like, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, you know, and it's that, it's just breaking into that and getting past that stigma, you know, in your own mind. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Realizing that it's, yeah, it's all about you being scared and not actually mm-hmm. like that it's that hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not. And once you get up into way bigger shows then it is mm-hmm. kind of difficult because oh, yeah. it's very gate- <laughs> gatekeeper at that mm-hmm. point and yeah it's not to, so simple you're right mm-hmm. i think um so i i started playing shows at 14 and i, I just really dug into it and was like i want to play as many shows as i can and but i didn't like sit at home with my friends and play music and i mm-hmm. never i didn't do the band thing and i just kind of like played a lot of shows alone and did that. And so now I'm actually kind of on the other side of things where I'm like, I kind of just want to be at home and like play songs with my friends and yeah. like work on recording at home, just demos and doing stuff like that. And I, so I feel like the other side of things, I'm kind of missing the experience. <laughs> it's all kind of flipped now. Yeah. yeah. Like I love what you guys do. Like, I think it's so neat. And I wish that I had had that whenever I was younger. So I feel like you know, finding a balance between the two would probably be ideal. Yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, We grew up opposite of air. A lot of people, I know that it came pretty apparent when I went to ACM. Mm-hmm. Everybody was, would say that they started playing in the garage or playing in bedrooms. We had the luxury of starting out in like a really nice little home studio up there that was Dylan's grandpa's. Oh, wow. And so we just That's jammed big. all the fucking yeah. time. And being in Wellston, you know, there's no venues out here. And, you know, even if you were like, hey, let's go up and play – 89th Street, we can play it if our parents sign off on this shit. Our parents have been like, what the yeah. fuck? No. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then, but like, by doing that, we, I think we unlocked the creative part of our brains a lot sooner than a lot of people did. Totally. And yeah. just like, realizing what a studio can be as far as like a safe place for yeah, yeah. creative ideas. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. So, and learning uh, how to navigate it is all about, like my degree is in, um, is in the production side mm-hmm. of things. And business, but mostly production. And like, uh, I didn't spend a ton of time in an actual real studios, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like the experience of just getting to kind of like fuck around is so nice, especially when you're young and there's no, like nobody's paying you to do it. Mm -hmm. Nobody's like putting pressure on you to do it. You're just doing it because you love it. And so that experience is like irreplaceable. Yeah, that's how we really inadvertently that's how we just kind of started doing it mm-hmm. you know and then yeah. getting into bigger studio nicer studios you start realizing like oh, this is like clockwork like these, mm-hmm. these these dudes like clock in to work here and like there's a break room and 
some comes in and mops the floors after you're done and yeah. shit. And I was like, yeah, this just is feels fucking weird. weird. It's like a dentist's it's office. Clinical. There's no murder yeah. bathroom. You know, and there's like no yeah. murder bathroom. No Sprite to butt chug. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, you I mean, know. There's the always hell? a Sprite to butt chug. There's always I, don't, a, I don't think there is. <laughs> yes, there is, Jared. There's you always will a Sprite. always have a sticky ass. <laughs> yeah. Where there be Sprite, there be Jared's yeah. sticky yeah. ass. <laughs> mellow yellow be damned. Sticky ass. Jared's a Sprite. No, hell no. I'll drink mellow yellow way before Sprite. I do love mellow yellow. Technically, though, if we're going to get on that subject I don't know if I want to <laughs> seven, <laughs> let's do it what your sticky ass no, yeah. no we're already past that oh when it comes to lemon lime soda seven up is king hands down it's way better than Sprite the hard hardcore debatable no it is not it is way yeah, more crisp know, and it's way smoother have you sure butt chugged that. all of them mm, that's good you know choice. surprisingly he just picked fucking seven up because <laughs> yeah. it's not as carbonated yes. so it doesn't hurt <laughs> oh no seven up is way more carbonated <laughs> Shit, I don't know about that, man. If you fucking McDonald's Sprite, dude, that shit. M- McDonald's, Mac- <laughs> that shit is fucking Defcon Mac- Four, Donald- dude. McDonald's Sprite got the got damn, the damn heroin or fucking crystal meth or something in it because that shit burned. So it's like, oh damn, boy, that, that shit, shit is burned. Battery, boy. that's battery acid, but dude. I love it because like the burn, you're just like, mm, Popeye chicken biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit smacks. Yeah. Got that McDonald's Sprite. <laughs> Shit, fucking kill somebody, man. You got self hands, boy. I didn't know there was an M, an, an A between M and C. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like potato, potato, whatever, man. Get that old McDonald's. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You sound like that Heard old man that. off TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> boy, you'd have better luck playing checkers on a cheetah's ass than to mess with me. Well, I'll tell you what. 40-pound sack of flour make a big, big biscuit. biscuit. <laughs> Bitch your what? ass. <laughs> you see that old guy on the earth? He's not an old guy. No, he's, he's, a, he's a young a guy dude, pretending to be an old guy. Yeah. He does those, he's like grandpa sayings or whatever. No. Southern grandpa sayings where he comes in there and he's like, <laughs> he's, oh man, there's that one I'd about. i her shadow on a gravel driveway. That is not one of them. <laughs> that that, that is not, not one of them. He does not say Boy, that. Boy, you seen Jerry's new girl? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm yeah. You have to take two pictures. She wouldn't fit in no four by eight or four by twelve. I tell you what, I'm pretty sure the shadow one was in there. <laughs> Don't think it was. That's mine. Debatable. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> what were we I, saw, about? I saw one where it's like, "What are you here for?" When you fart, and he's like, "Oh, that one's gonna itch when it dries." Oh my god! <laughs> That's one he said that. Yeah, no, are you just no, making these? No, up? that was a different video. <laughs> What videos like are you one. watching? You be watching at McDonald's. What the hell? <laughs> McDonald's brought. What brother. the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Put it in reverse, Terry. <laughs> oh, Lord, Terry. <laughs> so, anyways, Chloe, what you doing? Uh, <laughs> we digress. We digress. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hey, man. Oh, my. <laughs> Always off the rails. Yeah. It gets a little crazy. When did you start um, writing your own stuff? Oh, uh, I was 11. Golly. Yeah. Wow. Does everybody? It's like one of them, uh, the Asian kids that their parents make them start playing piano when they're like six or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They get to jump on everybody. Chloe just got to jump on I everybody. I shot the census man when I was 11. Are your, are your parents Asian? No, there's a good boy. I, my parents are not. Okay. You get McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents are not. We got Jared so, with the hard pressing questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We asked the real questions around yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck not, don't live. Um, I I was a really sad kid. I was a really sad kid, and so Oof. I um, 
I started writing about all of my depression at 11. Damn, yeah. bro. And then uh, about Jesus too. Like I, at the time, felt like very religious. And so it was Are just like still? sad Jesus. No, not, cool. not, not even at all. Um, but yeah, yeah. Sad I think Jesus. it was sad Jesus songs, you yeah. know. You could have cornered the market, dude. Yeah, I know. I really probably should have stuck with it. Dude, uh, could you imagine like an emo Jesus band? There yeah, that's are what I'm saying. emo Jesus bands. Wow. I mean, like she could have been the the torchbearer for that. Passion you know? of the Shred. Someone saw Tonight's someone saw a mosh pit. You know, you. someone Except saw a fucking mosh yeah. pit, and they were like, "Well, Tonight what if I it was about the you. Lord?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And there's like heavy metal Christian music, dude. We yeah. played like after Skillet. Do you guys oh, remember God. Skillet? Fuck yeah, stand Skillet. Me and Aaron actually uh, played. Uh, we had a heavy metal Christian band. Did you uh, open you, up for us? Oh, I thought you were saying you were in one. <laughs> nah, they, they played <laughs> Can we chorus, talk so. about this? Nah, we might burst into flames if we were in a heavy metal gotcha. Christian band. Yeah. You too, Will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jared, and you will. You do it. Fuck. Yeah. Jerry still prays on his pillow at night. <laughs> I forget. Yeah. With his sticky ash. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we, we played after. Quit was, telling my secrets, man. <laughs> we played after this uh, Christian heavy metal band that was a. Uh, they were cool. Nice. I don't remember them at like what their name was or not, was their it, specific names at all. Was it red? And th- was what red? That's that's the name of like a heavy metal version band. Yeah. Red. Striper. <laughs> I wish it was Striper. You know how cool Frank you think that would be? <laughs> yeah, Striper's pretty sick. The um no, uh and then we played a bunch of covers afterward <laughs> after them because gotcha, that's yeah. all we could do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they were cool. And they were like circle pit. And there mm-hmm. was like in the name of God. Yeah, 10, 15 people there. So it wasn't much of a circle. It was I kind of a half that. moon, but... We were half of those 10 people, too. half moon pit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our band, yeah, our band was half of the 10 people. Oh, I've been there. I get that. That's yeah, funny. hell yeah. All right, that's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pretty good time. Chloe, uh, what, do you, what do you got coming up? Uh, do you got any more shows mm. here in o- Oklahoma? Yeah, um... They're all soon, though. So. Ah, fuck it. We won't even worry about it because I yeah. know when this is going to come yeah, out. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I feel like it would be a fast turnaround. So, yeah. yeah. The uh, Are you planning on making trips back to Oklahoma? I think so. I don't know. I, I do. Um, I work for a, I'm a merch girl for a band oh, called hell yeah. The Little Smokies. And we, we have a tour in September on through the year. So it'll probably be next year. What do The Little Smokies play? They play bluegrass, like jam oh, grass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are absolutely amazing. You guys should check them out. I'm a huge fan. Oh, um, yeah. Shout out to the Little Smokies. Yeah. Do they play at, um, what's that huge festival that Tequila Winfield. Kim was telling? Win- yeah. They play at that Winf- Winfield up in Kansas? I know they don't. I they on- So they're from Montana. And they, oh, wow. we, our first show in Oklahoma was at Beer City, like in oh, May. Cool. Oh, sick. So they're all over the place. Colorado is really their hub. Oh, so. sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh Tequila Kim was here telling us about that. I've never been to the Winfield. Have you do you know what I'm talking about? I do, that huge I do. Fe- Yeah. And she was saying it was super cool because yeah. you just go yeah. up there and fucking walk around all day and there's just crazy mm-hmm. motherfuckers just picking like a son of a yep. bitch all around. I've heard it's amazing. Kind of it it, it seems similar to Woody Fest. Do you know what do you yes. know about yeah, Woody Fest? Yeah. It it's definitely like that, but bigger. Multiply that by like ten. Yeah, and make wow. it more bluegrass. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so you'll be walking around and it's just like the musicianship is so good there. Yeah. That you're, like, you're like, why do I, why do I even try? Why do oh I my play? God. Yeah. 
That's crazy, man. I love it that. makes me want to go. Probably not for like the whole thing. No, but, like, I would, a good I would solid go for like day. A, a day or two. Yeah, like a night and like spend the day there. Yeah. yeah, I'm not like a huge bluegrass person, but seeing all the people playing makes me. Yeah, it feel makes yeah. me feel inspired. They're so talented too. So it's like even if you don't love the genre, just if you're a musician and you see their musicianship, you can yeah, it. you're like, oh, yeah. It's kind of like a really good jazz player. No, mm-hmm. listen. To- oh, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Seeing, I, but seeing like the videos of like the dudes shred back in the yeah. day is like, yeah, like I, I will say it, for me is. Playing drums, like yeah. watching some—I don't know. Maybe it's different for other instruments. Well, I mean, but me I, playing drums, seeing a dude just—I will say, like, kill. I'm like, oh my god. There, there mm-hmm. are some jazz musicians where I'm like, wow, that guy can fucking rip. But also, I'm just like, I don't, this is so out of my element. I'm not comfortable listening to this. So interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Japanese just, jazz is where it's at, dude. Oh that yeah. Oh yeah. You were telling, uh, telling uh, Eric about that. Japanese yesterday. jazz. Japanese jazz. Are you serious? Yep. Okay. He's cool like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> Super cool. Dash a bingo. Sick. Yeah, check it out. They're they're, they're a lot of fun. Cool. All right. So TLDR, um, Chloe Beth will be coming back around, maybe. And uh, too long didn't read <laughs> on an audio only fucking podcast. Too long. Di- okay. So TLDL. Uh, too, too long, long didn't, didn't listen. listen. <laughs> uh, so skip. Yeah, we'll put a disclaimer at the beginning <laughs> yeah, of the video. Skip all the way to this. Skip this for the yeah. TLDL. Uh, you you got music out on. You've done stuff with Chris Blevins, and mm-hmm. so you've got good amount of stuff out on yeah. uh streaming platforms everything like that all under chloe beth yeah 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 uh some of it's under chris blevins and then some of it's under chloe beth so side note yeah. how'd that come about um blevins back in 2019 was like i want to do a do record do you want to do something and i said yes and so we did rehearsals for a long time um and then and then we recorded it, and because that yeah. because that record fucking kills. It's, Thank shit. you. It's pretty good. Awesome. I'm not gonna lie. It was yeah. cool. It felt like fundament. It feels fundamental to who I am as an artist now. Yeah. As far as like, I didn't sing like that before I did that oh, record. Wow. Like he really did. Kind of pull it out of you. Yeah, because yeah. I had to sing harmonies with him, and he's an amazing singer. And I had to kind of like step up and yeah. do that. Um. So it was, yeah, it's an important record. For oh, me. what a. Yeah, because it's a joy. It's fucking good. Thank man. you. It fucking kills. And <laughs> I tell, you. yeah, if, if Chris happens to ever listen to this, it fucking kills. <laughs> yeah, it's I'll tell him. I'll tell him. He has a new record coming out. I um, saw that. Yeah. yeah. And I do all the harmonies. So it's not like I'm not as upfront, but um, it's still just as amazing as the other one. Very cool. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I need to listen to it. Well, awesome. We'll wrap it up. Uh, Chloe Beth, thank you so much for coming out. And uh, it's been a pleasure. And Mm -hmm. thanks for the performance. And uh, hopefully the little Smokies tour goes great. Thank you. And and you sell a bunch of merch. I hope so, yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Hopefully, uh, is it East Nashville? Is that where you are? Yeah, I'm Yeah, hopefully East Nashville treats you treats you great thank um, you. i've only been there once and i just walked around downtown for like two hours but it was cool i didn't get mugged or anything so Good. that was cool that is an accomplishment yeah you did and uh something right yeah and uh didn't get sticky ass and uh dang it. you can get sticky ass anywhere when you're around jared it, <laughs> boy got that swamp crunch heard boy. that damn mcdonald's that's literally the only way she's gonna remember me she's like i don't know your name you the guy that has a sticky ass <laughs> All right. This is uh, <laughs> fucking steaming some broccoli in them drawers, boy. Boy, I tell you what. Shit. Some white broccoli. <laughs> cool. Some wheat thins. <laughs> boy. Boy. boy.
get a ball ha ha blast. This is the spark and plug <laughs> signing off. <laughs> Damn it, where's the guitar at? <laughs> We're up there, Jared. Did, get, get it, Jared. Play it, play it, play it. Oh man, we we'll really have the didgeridoo to, waiting music while you're playing. We really need the uh, the actual like picture of that cat that says "hang in there." Yeah, technical saying, difficulties yeah. or whatever, but oh, we somehow okay. have to put it uh, through a microphone into your brain. We haven't yeah, got yeah. that far yet. Elon, we'll, we'll get there. All right, Dave Lewis, Bargain Blood signing off. Yeah, we'll see y'all next time. Shit. <laughs>